Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every single day for a short time, about 13 minutes or so. In so doing, it keeps us in God's Word, helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith because the Scriptures tell us that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. But it also helps us to Stay focused on a relationship with God. Have a more positive, productive mindset to be able to deal with the day. A more spiritual perspective. Well, you know people in your life who need to change their thinking, don't you? Need to change the direction of their lives. They need to start thinking about their souls, about their relationship with God. Help them by sharing these short studies with them on a regular basis. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means. But make that commitment. Start sharing today with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, literally with everybody you can. You may help somebody ultimately get to heaven. That'll be a great blessing for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment. Start sharing today. We're going to get back into our study, talking about blind spots. Now, we understand blind spots when it comes to driving a car, don't we? You're about to veer into another lane. You put your signal on. You've checked your mirrors. Nothing there. You You start to veer over into that lane, and all of a sudden, there's screeching tires, a blaring horn, and you quickly go look around and see, uh-oh, oh, oh, there was another vehicle there in my blind spot. Did not, show, did not show up in my mirrors, but he was right there, right beside me all the time. I couldn't see him because he was in my blind spot. Or maybe there was another driver who did exactly that kind of thing with you. You were in his blind spot. Well, it happens all the time. But we're not really talking about blind spots in terms of driving. That's simply an illustration that we can all relate to. We're talking about blind spots in our lives. You see, I believe all of us have blind spots in our lives. Potential problem areas that don't show up in our internal radar. We stumble into dangerous situations in our lives that we do not see as being dangerous because they're in our blind spots. We looked at King Solomon, the third king over the nation of Israel, put there, blessed to be king by God, to succeed his father David. King Solomon, in the beginning of his reign as in king, was humble. And when God communicated to him through a dream and told Solomon, ask whatever you will, ask whatever you would that I would give to you. Solomon responded, you've been so gracious, you've blessed my father so much, and you continued to bless him by raising up a son to become the king in his place, now that he's old and either ready to die or has already passed on. But then Solomon, demonstrating a great humble spirit, said, I'm just like a little child, though. He was not comparing himself to his father. His father had reigned for 40 years. He had been an effective king, a mighty king, successful king, a godly king. But Solomon says, I don't know how to do that. I'm I'm just like a little child in comparison. And so Solomon, all he asked of God was for wisdom, to rule God's people well. 
and in a godly fashion. And God was so impressed with his simple request that he granted him that wisdom, but to a far greater degree than Solomon had expected. I'm sure God said, I'm going, I have given you wisdom such as no one has ever had before you and no one will ever have after you. And then he went on and said, and because you did not ask for riches or honor, I've given you those as well. And if you will continue in my ways, like your father David did, I will give you a longer life as well. Well, how blessed Solomon was. And I'm sure that he must have been a very good king in his early years of reign. But Solomon had a blind spot. We read in 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 5 through 14, about that initial request on the part of Solomon following God's offer to bless him if Solomon would just ask what he would. And everything looked good at that point in Solomon's life and in his reign. But then when we looked at 1 Kings chapter 11, beginning with verse 1 and reading down through verse 6, we saw Solomon had a very serious and dangerous blind spot. Well, he began with great humility, emphasizing a humble spirit, asking God simply, please grant me wisdom to be able to lead your people well in a godly fashion before you. But then in 1 Kings chapter 11, later in his life, he had married a lot of foreign women who did not believe in God. They worshiped idols. And this was in direct violation, direct disobedience to God's instructions going all the way back to the law of Moses at its institution in Exodus chapter 34. In Exodus chapter 34 and verse 16, God had warned the people not to intermarry with foreigners. Don't give your sons to their daughters in marriage. Don't give your daughters to their sons in marriage. And don't any of you intermarry with them. Because in that very personal, intimate, unique relationship of husband and wife, they're liable to turn you away from me and lead you to start to worship their idols. Now, of course, idols are nothing, but that's direct violation to the Ten Commandments where God said, there sh you shall have no other gods before me. In Exodus chapter 34, we look at verse, uh, verses 15 and 16. Lest you make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and they play the harlot with their gods and make sacrifice to their gods, and one of them invites you, and you eat of, their, of his sacrifice, and take of his daughters for your sons, and his daughters play the harlot with their gods, and make your sons play the harlot with their gods. You shall make no molded gods for yourselves. God was warning against idolatry, the worship of idols. And he said, you start messing with the foreign peoples of that land in which I'm going to lead you and defeat your enemies before you. In fact, God said, drive them out. Either destroy them or drive them out. And certainly do not intermarry with them because they're liable to lead you into their idolatry. In Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 7, 
as the people of Israel were poised on the eastern bank of the Jordan River, just before God would lead them across that river into the promised land and give them that land as he had promised to Abraham through his descendants going all the way back to Genesis chapter 12. And now it was time to fulfill that promise. God again, through Moses, warned the people to not intermarry with the foreigners around them because they were idol worshipers and they could lead the Israelites away from God and to worship idols, which would be an abomination. In Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 3, we, we read this, Nor shall you make marriages with them. You shall not give your daughter to their son, nor take their daughter for your son. For they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods. So the anger of the Lord will be aroused against you and destroy you suddenly. Now that had been a long-standing prohibition, a long-standing commandment from God. You do not intermarry with these foreign peoples. But what did we read again about Solomon in 1 Kings chapter 11? Oh, he disobeyed God. He married all kinds of foreign women, all kinds. Beginning with verse 1 and reading down through verse 6, and we'll, we'll pick up with verse 3. He had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines, and his wives turned away his heart. For it was so when Solomon was old that his wives turned his heart after other gods, plural, and his heart was not loyal to the Lord his God, as was the heart of his father David. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord and did not fully follow the Lord as did his father David. Then Solomon built a high place that is a place of worship. For Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, on the hill that is east of Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the people of Ammon. And he did likewise for all his foreign wives who burned incense and sacrificed to their gods. Well, Solomon probably thought in his earlier years as king, he was strong, he was faithful to God, he would never, never turn away from God. He would never let any of these foreign wives that he had taken, a thousand of them, turn his heart away from being totally dedicated and faithful to God. But in his older years, they did. Solomon compromised, and he set up idols, places of worship for all of his foreign wives, and he worshiped at least a number of those idols himself. How sad. You see, those women, the beauty of them, the allurement of his becoming more glorious in the eyes of his people and the other people in the nations around him, because he had so many wives, and that was a mark of, of 
majesty for a king, the more wives he had in the culture of that day, in that part of the world, the more respected, the more looked upon with, with great admiration he was. Solomon, that was his blind spot. He started out humble, but as his years of reign went on as king, he got the big head and he disobeyed God. That was his blind spot. It ultimately did him in. The next verse in, he, in 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 11 says, Therefore the Lord said to Solomon, Because you have done this and have not kept my covenant and my statutes, which I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom away from you and give it to your servant. I wonder what those words, what an impression they made on Solomon. I wonder if all of a sudden he thought, oh no, what have I done? I really blew it this time. Solomon's blind spot. We all have them, and they can become so self-destructive to us if we do not be on guard against them, if we simply ignore them and get taken in by them. Let's make some personal applications next time. What are your blind spots? Let's pray. Father, help us to recognize and be aware of our personal blind spots in our lives and to be on guard against them. But Father, we need your wisdom. We need your insight. We need your guidance and protection against our blind spots. Please bless us so. Help us. Help us to not make the mistakes that so many have made and we have probably made in our past lives. Help us to be victorious over our blind spots. Please forgive us, gracious Father. Please forgive us. And hear our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.